When I hit my mid-30s and looked around at my life, there were four questions that slapped me across the face. Is this all there is? Who am I if I'm not that? How did it all end up here? And whose life is this? Because it doesn't feel like mine. Hi, I'm Erin Minogue and as an educational leader who found myself burnt out of my 20 year career working 100 hour work weeks, I chose to take a sharp left turn into the life that was calling me. Now as a coach and a mentor, I get to help women in their 30s and 40s navigate their sharp left turns, all with intention and clarity so that they can have the relationships they dream of, the self-connection they crave and the purpose and passion in their chosen life. I don't believe the middle of change has to be messy. It can be magical. It can leave you stronger, wiser, more courageous, and closer to the truth of who you are and want to be in the world. Life had to shake me awake before I took notice. If you're there in that spot and you need to know what now, then the Sharp Left Turn podcast is for you. Let's dive in. when we separate from ourselves. If I was to sum up the most common thing my clients are experiencing, it would be the sense that somehow, somewhere, in some way, they've become separate from themselves. Along the journey, they may not have realised it. They couldn't sense it. They couldn't feel it. Life was just so busy and so fast. They thought they were always trying to catch up and then for a moment they stopped. They paused. They caught a breath. They noticed. It wasn't them looking back in the mirror. It wasn't them with their families. It wasn't the real them at work. It wasn't them inside conversations. It was someone else that looked like them, sounded like them, but was not. And for some, this is a moment of shock. For others, they've felt it coming, sneaking up behind them, playing hide and seek and waiting for the ultimate moment. This separateness, this split from ourselves is the bubble in which all of those I don't know stem. If you've ever been in that headspace where you've thought, I don't know who I am or what I want. I don't know what I enjoy. I don't even know what I would spend time on if I found a spare half a day. If I was to change my life in a whole new direction, I would not even know where to start. My clients say things like, I felt lost. I don't know what I'm doing. It's all too much. It's catching up and I just can't get ahead of it. They use words like, Anxiety, fear, overwhelm, self-doubt, stuckness. And boy, do I know that spot. So here's what I say in response. Firstly, there's a piece of the cure in knowing and accepting that you're right where you need to be. Just here. Allow yourself to forget the past for a moment and to not try and guess the future. Just be here and breathe and remind yourself, it's okay, right here. And then I follow by explaining that our minds and bodies don't have a language with words that it can use to write a note or sit with us over coffee and tell us about it. The only way our bodies can flag us down and get our attention is through our reactions, responses and sensations. And this can feel like anxiety 
joy, creativity, nervousness, anger, love, compassion, resistance, overwhelm, illness. What we've forgotten is that these are all places that we actually need to go with our body and mind. Most often, more often than not, all of the I don't knows and I'm lost and I'm stuck are coming from all those times we've separated ourselves from our minds and our bodies, from our emotions, from our own needs and wants. Life was too busy for us to stop and think about what we truly wanted. There was so much pressure to keep going and move forward and keep on top of it all that we didn't have time to stop and feel. We didn't have time to stop and check in. So often with heavy emotions, we want to ditch it. We want to walk. We want to stuff it down so that we can't feel it there. But our minds and our bodies have to process so much information being thrown our way. Sights, smells, touch, taste, emotions, other people's reactions. And it's constantly trying to let us know what it thinks is good for us and not so good. In this busy, chaotic, demanding world, it's the not so good that we attempt to abandon ourselves. Trying to tell our mind and our body to push through, to keep up, to pipe down not now. There's no time for it now. And we become separated. We create a disconnection between what our insides are trying to tell us and what our outside is demanding of us. What we need to do is relearn to sit with it. We need to relearn how to sit and we need to relearn how to know that this is a place that we are just visiting as a response to all we are encountering. And that bad day might be a morning argument that sticks all day and then the coffee that's spilt on the way to work and the three extra work tasks and the unexpected bill that all gets stuck on top of the pile and we push ourselves through, too busy to acknowledge the pressure, the heaviness, the restriction, the tightness. Our bodies get tired and weary with all this heaviness and because we didn't give it time to process, It becomes a weight game until we crash and burn. And then we get covered in all this life we've gathered and we aren't even sure anymore what's under it. We aren't sure how to clear it and make space. We aren't sure of who we are. And so how do we give our bodies the space to let us know that something is or isn't right? We stop separating ourselves from ourselves. We acknowledge the temptation to shove it all down in a tight bundle that we don't have to look at and we choose to do something different. We sit with it. We recognise for ourselves that we are having an experience, a response, a reaction to the things we are colliding with in life. We honour the intelligence of that. How remarkable is it that there's something inside of us that gets upset when we've been wrongly done by or something that wants to speak when we feel angry and unheard? There's a dignity, even to those emotions that we may have been trained to label as bad. They're all serving a purpose. They're all serving us. When we can see this and really understand it, we can sit with it We can take it by its hand and nurture it. 
We can grant ourselves self-care, rejuvenation, regeneration and love so that it knows it can give up all that it was carrying. It cannot let go until we do that. All of our emotions are places we visit with our bodies and we need to get to know them and then we can let them leave so that we can go back home. And it's not only the deep emotions we bury, we can also bury the ones that open us up. Joy, passion, excitement, playfulness, spontaneity. We don't recognise them anymore because we're too busy looking the other way. We can't loosen up enough to release the rigidness. With some clients, we spend months simply unravelling all of the stockpile so that they can feel again. Because feeling is the key to knowing the answers. It's the key to knowing what lights you up, what pulls at you, what adds meaning to your life. It's also your compass for knowing what doesn't. What makes you feel smaller, heavier, restricted. It's a guidance system that came inbuilt for a reason. We know that we're beginning to reconnect with ourselves when we can feel this guidance again about where to go, what to do next, where we want to place our yeses and put our noes. So this week I'm asking you, is it possible that you're experiencing this separation from yourself? If so, you're definitely not alone. 90% of my clients have experienced this. The lostness, the stuckness, the I don't knowness. There's nothing wrong with them and there's nothing wrong with you. There's not a brokenness there. There's simply a togetherness, a rejoining, an unlearning and relearning that we have to do. So how? Start small. At step one, catch yourself in an emotion. Whether it's an opening emotion like joy or excitement or a closing emotion like anger and frustration, catch yourself in it and name it. Get used to feeling. Step two, get curious. What is it there for? Is it to protect you, to connect you? Is it because you're scared, because you need to feel safe, because you're not feeling heard or seen? Is it because you feel free in that moment? Step three, notice. Without judgment of good or bad or labelling yourself in any way, just notice. How do you react in these moments? Are you pulling away? Are you stepping forward? Are you hiding? Does it feel like you're expanding and opening and leaning in? Or does it make you want to run or rise and fight? Just notice. What do you see about yourself? What do you recognise? Is it something that you want more of or less of in your life? And which parts? Which parts make you feel open, expanded, safe, free, loose? Which parts make you feel recharged? Lean in there. Maybe it's as simple as silence with an early morning coffee. Maybe it's an evening walk. 
maybe a certain song on the radio that you turn off or on. Maybe journaling, maybe a workout, maybe learning something new, maybe deleting someone off your Facebook page that doesn't need to be there. Maybe it's saying no when you mean it. Notice, notice, notice. Because the more that we can unpack, lay to rest, put down, let go of, release and allow, the more open we are then to picking up and collecting the things that set us on fire and put the life back in our life. They're the things that bring us back together into wholeness. So notice, notice, notice. Simply begin to notice. Start there. You've been listening to the Sharp Left Turn podcast and I want to thank you for being brave enough to take your sharp left turn. I'd love to hear from you about what this episode has brought up. What questions do you have? What moments of realisation and reflection did you have? What has you thinking or curious? Jump on over to my DMs on Instagram and let me know. I would love to have a conversation with you. You can find the link in the show notes. Also, if you are wanting all the ongoing episodes so that you feel supported and connected throughout your sharp left turn, specifically from someone who's been there and gets it, then subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so that you don't miss any episodes. Until next week. Take care.